This is the Moon Tower Podcast with your host, Ian Hubbard. Well, Nate, I just had sex last night, and it was terrific. Oh, yeah? Oh, shit. We're... Oh, hello. Hi, folks. Oh, we're back. this is the listener. Oh, uh, I guess we forgot Did how to be Did we startle you? Oh, I'm sorry. I am just so sorry I think you startled that. us a little bit. A little God bit. Goddamn. Uh, welcome back, folks. <laughs> As you all know, I took last week off, so I had to... Had to go see a little concert and all that good stuff. And you know what? It was a great fucking time. Oh, it's great to have you back. I realized uh, I've visited Louisville now a total of six times. I know it's oh, yeah. a boring travel fact for some, but I I, I just I know I don't know. You know, obviously I mean, some, some people just go there once and stay there, you know. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was it was a good fucking time. It was much needed uh, quick little break. I didn't have any Greyhound calamities this time. All it right. actually worked out uh, <laughs> as I put it down on my gray, Greyhound log because I've taken uh, a few trips on on that as I've documented. Ah, uh, yes, the good book. Yes, the old dog, as they call it. <laughs> uh, the, the first one left at, actually, I left 10 minutes early at 1.16 a.m., and the bus driver came in, and they were coming in hot. Apparently, they've been having major problems across the country with yeah, yeah. buses breaking down and drivers not showing up and shit. So he was coming in hot, and he was going to Nashville. Now, oh man, I'll explain the route briefly. The usual route that I've taken goes from here to Fort Wayne to Indianapolis, holds over for an hour or two, then goes to Louisville. Okay, on its way to yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. This one just went straight down all the way down to Nashville, like through Cincy and whatnot. Okay, and apparently this route had converged with another one because the driver was nearby and took it on because at one point uh he said uh just as a an aside joke he's like yeah all you people from uh coming from detroit like you're on a complimentary ride I'm like <laughs> what dude I, am i going to fucking louisville like you told me yeah. to take it was good and the funny thing was and learn this i, I should have known it but when I was waiting, wait, I, I stayed up after work. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To go to the station. And was calling, was calling. I saw that it was delayed, obviously, because it usually is anyways. And the desk clerk for, because it, it melted, it merged with the uh, Amtrak station. Okay, I get So you. I was calling yeah, the Amtrak yeah. um, desk as well. Because the Greyhound wasn't picking up. Mm. So I figured someone would have some information. No. Nope. Oh, <laughs> no. Nope. Man. That's not uh, This though. is Amtrak. Uh, <laughs> you to, I'm like, you guys don't share. Like, why do you not share this information? Right. Yeah. You, you, it actually you figured they'd communicate a little help, better. Because, yeah. you know, you're in the same kiosk. Yeah. So I went there and we actually rolled in. I thought it was going to be wicked late. And he rolled in and. Didn't even, didn't even come in and say anything. And there's oh. people passed out in the fucking... <laughs> oh, God. In the station. And he, he came in. I just I walked out and he said, where are you going? Where are you going? I'm like, well, going to Louisville. I was like, all right, get on. We, we rolling. We rolling. He came and said that. Like, <laughs> okay. He came in. I saw like two, three people get out and have a quick cigarette. And I just hear him like start hollering. like, come on, man. We rolling. We rolling. And so I went out. I'm like, hey, what's up? Got on, and every on everyone on the bus. This is if you're like coming onto the bus. This is everyone's like not their worst nightmare, but it's like the the one that's like, come on, man. Everyone is asleep. Oh. And everyone has their own seat, and uh-huh. one of the other seats is open. So you gotta like. It's like, oh man, we gotta wake somebody up. Yep. So I was just like, I was trying to be polite, and this one cat saw shuffle, and he like shuffled over and. A note to anyone who hasn't ridden Greyhound, uh, don't look at anyone who's coming onto the bus, if even if you're pretending to be asleep. It's actually best 
to pretend to be asleep, even if you're not tired. Yeah. Pretend. And if you are tired, go ahead and pass the fuck out. But this one cat, he kind of like shuffled awake and kind of glimpsed at me. I'm like, hey, man, can I, can I grab the seat? And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that look, yeah, that look. And I just heard him go like, oh. just real briefly. No. But went down. I actually got in early. Went over my went over to my adorable buddy's house. Crashed out for a little bit. Got back. Uh, fucking spent the rest of the day just hanging out, fucking catching up. Partied out, partied out to the wee hour. Hell yeah! The next day it was we were out bright and early. Okay. Fucking ran into a. Oh, actually, real quick. Uh, last Wednesday was the supposed uh, Lyft Uber strike. Oh, yeah, yeah, about I that? heard about that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear exactly what uh, happened with that. Like, I don't know, is it still going on? Or Well, I guess Uber lost even more money than they usually do. Uh, okay. But Lyfts were out and about. I think it has something to do with the IPO that Uber was trying to take public. Okay. I think. I don't know, but we caught up with this Lyft driver this this chubby southern bell her name was abigail and i have to ask every driver that not every driver when i'm coming home from work for some reason that's when i want to talk to drivers yeah that's when i have my best like driver rider conversation but i didn't i didn't expect that and it just popped up i'm like you got any horror stories (laughs) and she's like well actually uh i'm i'm a butcher her fucking accent but well, actually, I'm going through one right now. Yeah. <laughs> no. <kidding>. She uh, <laughs> talked about how she picked up a dude two nights ago, so it would have been last Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who got stabbed in the neck, was bleeding profusely. Oh, goddamn. She said when he, when she got there, uh, the dude, like, told her to hold on. Was, yeah. like, bleeding, like, came up to the car holding his fucking gush wound, told her to hold on, and then fucking proceeded to punch out the windshield. Of this car that was like right there. Jesus. I'm like, <laughs> what? She's like, you don't believe me? I got the police report right here. She pulled that shit. <laughs> oh, she man. fucking pulled that out of her like she was armrest. ready for that, man. She, she fucking whipped that, that out. That, that can't be the I'm first in, time she's been asked that question. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm <laughs> man, riding man. shoddy. I'm riding shoddy and fucking Nick is in the back. My dude Nick's in the yeah, backseat. Yeah. Uh, who shot the fucking concert, by the way. Okay, yeah, Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to fucking grab those photos that he posted. I'm actually very proud. Yeah, yeah, well, I saw those earlier. Those were really good. Yeah. Best part is, it was his first time seeing him, so fucking... Hell yeah. I was wicked happy two for, for him. Two for two right there. Um, So he, he's riding in, ba- in the back seat, and he's like leaning in and shit. And uh, I fucking go through the... I just skimmed the police report, and it had her name, dude's name, and... Uh, like domestic violence dispute, et cetera, et cetera. And in, in the report, I handed it back to him. And, you know, she said this motherfucker got in the back seat and just made a phone call all casual while he's fucking just <laughs> leaking, just all over oh, himself, yeah. all over his seat. Yeah. She said she had to get the car redone that Lyft actually paid for to have her get her shit yeah. redone, I mean, which is cool. You usually don't Should have to happen. file like uh, blood stains under damages. So. Yeah, <laughs> and she just kept saying she's like, "Lord of mercy." <laughs> yeah. Like what? A, there, there's like a meme going around for a while. It's like, like I'm gonna call an Uber before I call an ambulance because then because yeah, I mean yeah, ambulances that's not are a meme, fucking expensive. That's a fucking, that's yeah, that's true. that's a heck of life. <laughs> hey, that's not that's not no dumbass meme. That's yeah. fucking true. Uh, I, I just gotta find that funny. It, I don't. <laughs> I can't even make a joke about that, dude, because that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, you know, she, uh, we went downtown, huddled around downtown for a little bit, met up with a couple friends, and then went over to the stadium. The, this is such a, dude, why, why are stadium names so dumb? It's the KFC Yum Center. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah like Detroit has their little Caesars Arena, and, yeah. And, but, even I know, not even as a big sports fan anymore, that's that's the Joe. Yeah. Everyone, like anyone who remotely knows hockey or Detroit knows that's the Joe. Mm-hmm. 
not to be confused with the Jake, which is in Cleveland and baseball. But more you know. But no, we uh, yeah, this you know, it was it was a nice stadium. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's yeah. that's where the uh, Cardinals play. The Louisville Cardinals, the basketball okay. team. Hell yeah, the college basketball team, and. We just went in and we we split off because he had to go check his bag in and uh, check in with um, press and et cetera, et cetera. So I divvied off and went went and found the seats. It was up in the fucking nosebleeds, which was the first yeah. time I've had nosebleed seats. Yeah. I was telling you, like, when I went and saw a tool, that's about, like, uh, where me and my buddies were. Yeah. But it was it was perfect spot to, like, you know, like, if you wanted to be, like, anything conspicuous and, like, you know, smoke a pole. Like, that's what we do. We were passing around, like, uh, my buddy's show them for a little bit. We were next to these two dudes, and they ended up moving after we started smoking it. Oh, uh, if I... If, yeah. Trust me, if, <laughs> if, if I was a complete dick, I would have started throwing stuff at people. I don't I don't know. Like, just... If you had a dick habit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can, I can flick your quarter uh, that's how, that's someone's ear right Lama, here. When I saw Lama got it at Ozfest, that's what they were doing. They were throwing, like, bottles and, like, dirt clods and shit. And from, like, the lawn seats or whatever. It was just, like... Oh, that's a... Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> That was to be expected. Oh, yeah. No, nah, you know. But, uh, no, I remember I got up. It was uh, Section 310. Yeah, yeah. Row Q, seat 8, I believe. Okay. No, 3. The fucking seats were on an incline. Yeah, Kind of like yeah. at the Palace mm-hmm. in Detroit or outside of Detroit. So, and I, so I was jaunting up the, the stairs and noticed that there's no railing or anything so it's just open seats and i get up and uh, like i had to lean back and, and kind of grab my seat because it was just yeah yeah like 30 degree angle it was just <laughs> straight it was steep too that was the worst part i can i can handle like in a stadium i, I guess now i can handle like being up that high which is mm-hmm. fine because heights are not my thing but the the steep Thing, the angle of it it was the same thing coming in uh uh union station and yeah okay fucking manhattan and there's that one last uh flight of escalators and it's so steep dude i had to lean back against the next stair <laughs> i could do that i'm just like uh i'm like leaning against the rail i'm like uh like i don't know i don't know if it's like a thing that's left over from when i had fucked up ears when I was a kid. So I was like... The equilibrium sort of thing. Hangover vertigo. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But that shit, it, it got to me for a minute. I'm like, okay, maybe a couple $9 beers. All right, fine. All right, let's do it. No. <laughs> and just went yeah, and I mean, walked hey, around. Hey, whatever makes you feel better. And <laughs> like going through the front door of the stadium, there's like two flights of escalators. And then there's like the beer and food stands and it just goes all the way around then you go in go up the stairs while you're inside the actual stadium but it was it was pretty cool actually to uh see the show from like top down so i could see like how the lighting and the effects and the whole stage presence that they have well excuse me stage show as far as what's outside the band like see that go on and and change and like from song to song and the big screen in the back most of it was videos to the songs hell yeah okay and yeah they they ripped i mean they don't have much of a stage presence but it's there and Mm -hmm. but it's you go there to hear them just tear through the songs oh no they're they're tight as fuck they are I, i would probably say that as far as like big name bands, yeah, they're yeah. probably the tightest I've seen. As far as them playing to the, yeah. to, the to the song, like those guys are like really good. Like Gojira, I'll, go, I'll give those guys that. Like they put on a tight ass show. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I will say the only redeeming factor of those seats were if I could make a slip and slide out of that thing, oh, it would have been yeah, epic yeah, as piss up, <laughs> bro. That, it was like slide down on your belly. Like, uh-huh. It had, it was great, but that no, that would have been great. But I gotta give it to him, man. 
they put on a great show as far as lights and sound and everything, etc., etc. Like I said, you're going to see, if you go see them, you'll have Danny Carey in the back but centered. Yeah, yeah. Maynard off to the side on his riser, however yep, yep, big. Yep. And you'll have Adam Jones and Justin Chamberlain in the in their like little pockets. And like Adam Jones was just like just kind of like lay back, plays riffs. Yep. Kind of walks around a little bit, looks looks back, goes up, pedal. <laughs> and then Justin Chamberlain would be like just fucking like head bobbing and like really into the fucking groove. Yeah. But <laughs> I Danny carries fucking <laughs> fuck that with all due respect. That dude can fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, as as a drummer, like that dude is fucking just. I don't even care if you don't like the music. You can't deny that motherfucker. You can't deny that dude. That dude is the shiz. Yep. Being he able is, to do the off tempo, being and just being comfortable. There's a term for. Uh, Kind of not a style of drumming, but um, it's called being in the pocket, kind of like mm-hmm. a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, like Steve Jones, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, older black drummer. I think he plays with John Mayer now. Okay. He's a, like a groove drummer. It's the, like the simplest beats, but it's like pretty much the not the antithesis, but the flip side of the coin of Danny Carey, to where it's the absolute st- stupid simplest shit. But the way he plays it, okay. the actual groove and the way he plays yeah, it. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Danny Carey also, I think, has that groove for the more, I guess, technical stuff. Because he does have a fat backbeat. He does. Oh, yeah. And he, when he rips that backbeat, it's it's not often. Like, Lateralis, the, the song off the same album. Oh, yeah. H, which I think is the first song off of uh Anima. It it just blasts it. I have nothing but respect for that guy. Oh, from yeah. everything of how he I think designed his drum set completely. I think I think it's still aluminum. Completely okay. aluminum she, uh shell. And he's got like the like the synth the synth drums. Yeah. Off yeah. to the side. Yeah he's got the pads his technique and how effortless he just looks doing it and everything about that like Steve Perkins is another one the drummer for Jane's Addiction and Porn for Pyros okay where it's just a monster on the kit an absolute monster but the thing with Danny Carey it's like he just looks just like he's conducting in a way Mm -hmm. he really does and that's like someone who's in a complete, him or whatever great instrumentalist or musician you want to yeah, yeah. quote as, when they're like going, like even going beyond just playing the instrument but conducting mm-hmm. the the music in a way. There's a drum solo uh, from Ginger Baker. Yeah, when Cream yeah. played. Uh, St. Albert Hall in 2005. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. They uh, they closed the show out with Toad. Okay. Ginger Baker's famous drum solo. And it was at that point, like, he was wicked old. Or at least looked wicked old. Oh, yeah. And he was... No, no, he was still tight as fuck. He was in complete control for the better part of, I think, five or six minutes. And it was just... Very jazzy, very straightforward, marching bandash. Yeah, 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 yeah. When when a musician has like, as much as I love John Bonham, mm-hmm. as much as I fucking admire, worship, love John Bonham, there were times where like you could tell he like he was in complete control of what he's doing, but it it was he was still had that madman fucking the same with Keith Moon. Yeah, yeah. Just like... Like the maniac, the, just like... Like the ability to overdo it and sound good. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Call it that, I guess. Yeah. And Ginger Baker had that for a, a while, too, like during his hot streak. But it was like the 
Older. He kind of got a little bit more restrained, but like, well, you know, it was like more so for precision's sake. It was it was funny because it was like kind of like elderly statesman, uh, English gentleman kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because he had the proper posture and he was just, just flowing his arms and it looked like he was literally just kind of walking in place, especially with the way he was uh, controlling the bass pedal and hi hat, like doing the whole way through. That was it until he did like. That kind of thing, like roll it, it's like doing the uh, quick strike roll from the snare to the, the toms, like and then we'll just break off in a uh, like quick jazz segment, it's like and he, he just—it's so effortless, and the rolls for like from the toms of the cymbals, and how he his the slight touches that he has in, yeah, in yeah. playing, and the strike and the roll off from the, the drumstick. The nuances, yeah, ah, yes. everything is just so seamless, absolutely seamless. And you know, Danny Carey has that. Like he's one of those cats. He does have that. Oh yeah. The fucking the. They played my favorite song of theirs, which is 46 and 2. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And it's just mainly because of the uh, the breakdown in the middle. Danny Carey just fucking just... Yeah. <laughs> it's like face melting. And it's precise. And... They played it again. They played it at the, at the show, and... I was just sitting there like... Yeah, dude. Everyone was going fucking balls. Like, that was probably like... Dude, that's like everyone's favorite song live, I think. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. It was fucking... They they crushed it. Crushed it. Crushed it. But Hell yeah. How was your... Uh, you, n- you never oh. got around to tell me about your fucking... Uh, oh, yeah. What was it? Dying Fetus? Yeah. Uh, like, the give headliner us, give was... Us, uh, give us your highlight, okay. Nate. Well, the headliner was Whitechapel. But yeah, Dying Fetus is in that lineup. I had the city totally wrong. I thought we were going to Grand Rapids. We ended up going to Pontiac at the Crowfoot. You ever been there before? Uh-uh. It's actually a pretty nice little venue. Not the best sounding venue, but as far as like, you know, like accommodations, like it was like, you know, pretty recently built, I feel, or they just renovated it or something because it was like, it, everything was relatively nice in there. It wasn't like, you know, like run down or anything. Okay. So it was pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, it was like what the... Opening band was, oh man, I can't remember. Come on, Nate. I can't remember what the opener was called because, uh, man, it was like some like local band that like everyone was like really into, like like, just that. There's like so many like outside bands that are like you know crowding the venue like just for that set, and then they all left. One off, Luja went on. Fifteen people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was like fuck. Who's my brother's band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it was like a local, local-ish band. Yeah. So it's like no, that's what yeah. that's what usually happens. Like, like when I saw Tool when they came to the Hunting Center, there was a local-ish band, and then the band that were torn with, mm-hmm. and the opening opening band was boring as shit. Yeah, yeah. But no, sorry. Oh yeah, no, you're good. But yeah, How like was the, the show? Uh, main bands that played, uh, what was it? Fallujah, uh, Revocation, Dying Fetus, and Whitechapel. That, that was like, that was all good. Like, uh, like my ears were starting to get tired. I forgot to wear ear protection, which was kind of dumb, honestly. I feel like it probably would have sounded better if I uh, had some earplugs. So how was, uh, so just, I've never been to the Crow's Foot. Can you describe it? Uh, yeah, you know, it's got like, you know, like a decent sized floor. Like enough for like, you know, like a small mosh pit. I guess you could say. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, for the most bands, like, you know, there's, like, decent, like, little, like, uh, like, a uh, mosh pit, circle pit, whatever you want to call that. Now, is it just all floors or, like, Oh, they had like... a, ba- they had a balcony, too. So, okay. like, there's a bunch of people on the balcony, a lot of people on the floor. There's bar on your, uh, left-hand side. So, there's, like, serving drinks. I had, like, a $9 shot and, like, a $7 beer, I think. 
And then fucking drink prices will get you. That's, oh, dude, yes they do. That's one of the only good things about going to DTE. Yeah. You can party in the parking lot. Like, I was kind of disappointed in myself because I had, totally had a bottle of uh, bourbon and a flask that I could have put in. I could have, like, drank some of that on the way or something. I think that would be Happens to the idea. best of us. And, like, weed's legal up there, so probably could have smoked. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> Just hide it in your butthole for 60 miles. Yep. Or, but. But, you know. Now, under the circumstances, I had a good time. Fucking revocation was fucking awesome. Like that, nice. that's that's another like really like if you're looking for like a tight like newer thrash band like that that's that's one to see. Like, okay. David Davison's like the shit as far as like you know like lead playing goes. Like he's like jazzy as fuck for like a thrash band player. Reminds me of, like Chris Poland from like the early Megadeth days. Okay. So if you're uh, a fan of that sort of shit, that, 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 it's like that's. Do you have like, any uh, recommendations as far as songs or albums? Uh, probably one of my favorites. It's like, uh, not like on elements, like on a, like a compilation that they did for some sort of promotion or whatever, but it's called, uh, the grip Titans. That's a, that's a solid track right there. Okay. And, uh, deathless. That's a good one. Fucking, uh, man, can't think of an album title off the top of my head. Cause I've, I've, I've been into them. I just like never really got into albums. Just kind of like here that like I, on like thrash radio, like I'll have like Exodus radio going and like they're on all the time. I'm serious. Yeah. Right on. But, like, you know, I've been wanting to catch them live for a second because, like, yeah, they, they are pretty solid nice. for, like, you know, like, that style of band. They're really oh, good. Yeah. Like, Dying Fetus was awesome, too. Like, I, I can never get into them, dude. Nah, I, I, never, I don't I blame can, you. It's kind of like it. an acquired taste. But, like, seeing them live, like, and they're able to play, like, all, like, the lead stuff, like, super t- fucking tight. Like, the lead guitar player and the bass player, like, they trade off in vocals and, like, like lead sort of stuff. Like, the bass player, like, does, like, sweeps and shit. It's, like, fucking insane. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very entertaining to watch and just like, you know, like the pit was going at the same time. Like, I don't usually mosh all that much, but I had to get in the pit a couple times. It was fun. It sounds like the complete opposite. Uh, saw television also like a few days before tour. Yeah, yeah. The L Club was weird because there wasn't enough room. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really awkward. Just yeah, like yeah, I've, I've, I've had a couple of those tight club shows. But like, the band, the band sounded great and... I'm not gonna lie, it was the first time I, I paid fifty bucks to hear like two or three songs. Uh, yeah, but, no, hey, if you're good songs, not, it's worth it. So. Well, it's not a, a knock against the band either. It was just I really only knew two or three songs. Yeah, but yeah. I really liked those two or three songs. Yeah, and, no, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. But it was the first time I'd been there at, at that place. It was the L Club? It was just like if, if you're familiar with. Uh, Toledo Territoire. It's kind of like the Ottawa Tavern, but like squished. Okay. Frankie's is pretty minuscule. I saw was I saw Goho earlier. That was kind of cool. It was I cool just because like you're, you're like it's the kind of band you want to see in a tight, sweaty place because like they look like they're like you know like neck deep in like like a bottle of Jack Daniels like before they get on stage and then it's just like they keep drinking on top of that. It's yeah. Like, like yeah, like, yeah, we want to be like those like those hot sweaty guys on stage too. It's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's it's not a great show unless you're hot and sweaty. Yeah, seriously. If you're not hot and sweaty <laughs> after a fucking show, then it's part of the experience. <laughs> I that's why it bugs me. Like going to like I don't know like local shows around here sometimes. Like mm-hmm. you go to a, like house party or whatever, and the band's just like. And anyone who's listening, if you fucking visualize this, you will see it. And you've seen this. I know you have. Anyone. Cats just stand there just like bobbing in place. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Go through the motions. Have a great time. (laughs) No. 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 Give me a fucking basement full of 40 sweaty people. Because that's really... I mean, that's that's my vibe. I get why people go to fucking EDM festivals and jam festivals and whatever. Like, that's your vibe, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not my... Like, I, I used to be the biggest prick about stuff like that. Well, or, where if uh, if I don't like it, oh, it's stupid. Oh, it's yeah. stupid. <laughs> you're, you're dumb for liking it. Yeah, why, yeah. why do you like that? Because it's fucking sweet. It's cool because I like it. It's because I like it. What, you're going to hit on what I like? I'm going to fucking shit on whatever you, you know. Yeah. The whole, like, I call it the uh, kid critic. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, 
it was it was where I found loud rock and roll was, like I said, like seeing seeing these fucking little shows. Oh yeah, you know, be hundred, maybe mm-hmm. hundred people, you know, including the bands. Yep, it was, it was just it was great. Like I was telling you before we went on about like all those. And I guess it's you know like like I said I it's the eve of my thirtieth birthday. Oh my god. Oh my oh. god! Existential crisis. <laughs> but that—that—that's where I found that kind of that vibe and attached to it. And it was fantastic. But I—I I get why people. I might be a sign of aging, yeah. but I'll say it is the cheapest way to heat a building uh, during mm-hmm. the winter time. It's like you you yes. know you're having a good time when it's like the middle of friggin' winter, it's chilly as fuck out, and you still have to take your coat off and you're like sweating on top of mm-hmm. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But where are we at now, Nate? I think we're oh we're bored of these people just enough. about the halfway point, I think. I think it's time for a pee break. Mm, pee. Union. I mean, uh no, yeah, no, I gotta leak the lizard, yes. And I don't like I don't like pee. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll be right back. Oh, by the way, here's our ad for the week after this commercial break. Stay tuned. Oh, by the way, folks, we have a new ad for you. Can't wait to reveal it. Stay tuned. This week's ad is sponsored by Truther from Saturn Boy.
And we're back with the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> the Rogue Jogan. Uh, uh, during the break, I, I, oh, I'm sorry, folks. I totally forgot to mention this. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what did you not tell me? Uh, on the way back from from Louvre, 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 they had to air out one of the reasons it took a hot minute to get to the station in mm-hmm. Louisville and yeah, take yeah. off. Was not only because it was late from various stops on its return route, which it was coming from Dallas. To yeah. Detroit. Oh, that's a trip and a half. Yeah. When it got to the station, they had to clean off the bus and air it out, like like take it for laps. <laughs> yeah. In, in the parking a lot. little bit. And one of the cats that was hanging out in the uh, waiting area mm-hmm. was like, "Man, I got on. I got on Dallas. I'm trying to go." He was doing the whole trip, which is like 28 hours. Yeah. Oh God. So at that time, they would have added on probably because he's had layovers and whatnot, probably at 32. I overheard this conversation yeah, yeah. with someone else while I was standing in line. And he's like, he's like, bro, it smell like piss for like the last 200 miles. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to air it out and there was still that waft. Yeah. But luckily yeah, enough, yeah. I had red top hot dog. The yep. Germantown sausage, yeah, which is quite delicious, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of beers, and covered up with my beer farts. Delicious, I want to going in and delicious going out. Man. Oh no, <laughs> bit by bit, waft by waft. But it reminded me of the time coming back from San Francisco, where one one of my uh, stops was in Greeley, Colorado, and the bus I was on. Had to pull over for a solid like forty five minutes mm. and air out because the toilet got, the toilet got backed up. Oh god! And they had emptied the tank for like a hot while. I feel that's an issue that pops up way too often with Greyhound buses. Oh, you'd be surprised. And or would I be? <laughs> no, it, it, dude. It, at, at first, I'm, I'm sure I've told this told this story. Like, it got to a point where like. I thought someone had pissed himself. Yeah. And I had yeah. to check and see if it was me. Because I was halfway <laughs> delirious at this point. Like, you just had, you got to check. Like, for some reason, yeah. it's just like the instinct. Like did, like, did I black out for like a solid five minutes and just pee myself? Yeah. That could happen on a Greyhound. I mean, yeah. I mean, on, on I feel track. like it's like a subliminal smell. Like, you fall asleep. It is, and dude. Then, yeah. Straight up fucking is. I mean, it's got to be. That's probably why they smell like piss 24 7. It's like they're like, they have like hypnotizing. Properties that make you piss yourself. <laughs> like a casino trying to like get get your money. Yeah. Greyhounds trying to get you to piss yourself <laughs> so you don't do it again. You know, for the lulls. It's the last time. <laughs> but I just remember this going through like on the fucking western edge of Colorado, and I, I hear I smell this like this waft. So I'm like looking around, checking if I got checking to see if I got fucking wet spots. And it's just piss. Uh, and people, I hear people like behind me chattering and blah, blah, blah. And no one's like trying to make a move to the bathroom. And it ended up happening to do the tank got backed up. Yep. They had to fucking air this bitch out. They had to take it for like three laps around the block. Yep. With all the windows down, all fucking 16 windows. I mean, that would be like the least of precautions you could take in that situation. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. The fucking worst part is, like, even after you fumigate the inside of the, what I call the caravan, mm-hmm. you just can't move. It, like, yeah. it wafts. You, the piss smell still wa- is, it's like, like you, stuck. like, you want to stay as still as possible so as not to, like, make a wind of air. Oh, no, even that. <laughs> yeah, it's like loose wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a waft of piss. It sticks. Yeah. I swear, it sticks to the windows, sticks to the fucking... Bottom of your seats, however it got there. The stench, it be lingering. Have you... Did I ask you one of the times if you took Greyhound? I've never taken Greyhound. I had to take the city bus a couple times because my uh, car uh, needed a new tire. That's right. (laughs) 
Yeah, that was, that was like for like a week. That wasn't bad. That, that was honestly a good experience, I feel. It's like, oh, hey, now I know what it's like to take the bus. It's pretty easy. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah no, it's, it's, great. It's, it's good to have in the pinch, so I'll, I'll give her that. And so, yeah, what the fuck? Is that picking up? Is Matt shaving himself picking up? Sorry, folks. Uh, Nick, our old friend Matt Mettler is uh, taking a shower and apparently cleansing himself. Hey, you know, we, we all have our rituals. So. Yeah. Can't blame him. You all right in there? Need a hand? Okay. Second. <laughs> I'll bet Matt doesn't smell like pee after riding the Greyhound. Nope. <laughs> he'll be he'll he'll be the pure red, but no, I was, I was thinking the other day because you know obviously, I, oh, goal for life. What have a greyhound bus smell like you instead of you smell like a greyhound bus? No, you you that's the funny <laughs> no that's the funny thing is once you get off the greyhound you don't smell like it. Yeah, it, really. Just whatever the natural air or polluted air does, it of just have city. like a natural smelly aura. It, yeah, it does. Okay. Because you can't really smell it from the outside because if you're in a busy ground station, all you smell is fucking smokers and burn off. Okay. From the engines. Fair deuce. So, tip, tip to any future riders. It's not something you want to take cross country. Save us some dough and fly. Yeah. Or take the train. Like, if you gotta go a long ways... And you got time to spare, it takes a fucking train. Yeah. It's going to take a minute. It actually sometimes takes longer than Greyhound, but you can at least move around oh, yeah. on a train. You can go actually walk to take a piss. You can uh, go get a snack, occasionally stop for a cigarette. Like, Greyhound is like... My, my brother fucking went out when he went out to Washington took the bus out I'm like oh <laughs> I know that trip right there I know that it's like what like a 30 hour trip fuck no uh ended up being like 58 for him Jesus all by bus coming back from San Francisco was 63 for me jeez yeah okay if you got the money take the train I'm glad I took that trip honestly like looking back on it and yeah, like I said, like, I, I've i been having that thing where, like, yeah, turn 30, you know, it's kind of like a echelon of some sort. Yeah. Right? No, I, 30. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, well, you want to see it, things do things, so yeah, yeah, I don't blame it. So, I don't want to get too, like, all mushy, but it's still, like, you know, I've been thinking about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I've come to... It's cool. Yeah. Like, it's the whole thing, like, yeah, you get to that point. Instead of, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, the idea of your youth, like, taking a turn, and now you're getting to a point where it's... Yeah, yeah I feel you. You know, like... I, I hear the 30s are supposed to be the good years. Man, that's what I'm anticipating. I'm we'll getting see. pretty close there. We'll see. Well, here, I'm, like, the month behind you. Yeah, it's, uh... It's been odd, honestly, thinking about it because, like I said, like, because for me, introspection is very, it's, it's become very important. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not to just gush over memories, but like, you know, t- take it all in instead oh, yeah. of, you know, you have those cats who talk about regrets. Mm-hmm. I don't see it that way as of right now. For me, a regret is something that you almost relish to harp on. Mm-hmm. Harp on, excuse me. And instead, it should be a lesson. Because if you don't learn anything from it, then it becomes a regret because then it fucking chews at you. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, kind of like you choose the way you want to look at it. Yeah. Like, you know, you it's... can put it in like a positive light or like a learning experience, like you said. Or like, you know, you can take it negatively and not, you know. Well, get anything out of it, it's like, you know. That's something I've also picked up on. If I can, if I can relate anything to the listener, is it really isn't how you, how you look at it. That's yeah. the, that's the dumbest way possible. That's a friend of mine told me this uh, not so long ago. 
said, it's not how you think it sounds. It's how it comes off. And to apply that to whatever situation you're in and to correlate, uh, my adorable buddy told me it's all in the application. Mm -hmm. Told me that a long time ago. And it is. I mean, it's, you can put it in simplified terms, but day to day, it's playing with Legos. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's hackneyed terms, but it is something you pick up. And if, if you're in tune, even to the, the basics of your existence, you can pick stuff, pick up stuff like that, you know, t- oh, yeah. tip the pizza driver. Yeah. You know, tip your waiter. Fucking don't get caught up in a love triangle. <laughs> don't eat yellow snow. And the words of Bill uh, and Ted, be excellent to each other. Yes. Oh, yeah. And don't piss on the side of the neighbor's house unless they deserve it, which usually happens at night about 1230-ish. <laughs> you know, depends how the... Sorry, the wind took it. Yep. Sorry. It's like your van was in the way, so at least it blocked her from hitting the house. But I'm fucking wicked excited, honestly. Like, enough of this moping shit. Like, yeah, yeah like, you think back and blah, 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 shit. but it's like, look, you got, you don't, you don't know how much time you have. Oh, yeah. It's going to be and in it, the prime years of your life. Who knows? And as Kevin Smith said, you're fucking lucky for every second. So, oh, yeah. If I if I do take anything away from like new experiences and like all the stuff I've been through, like the ups and downs, you know, life is like a roller coaster and it's like got twists and turns and it's got like stuff. It, it's you know, but yeah, yeah. Whatever been, time you got, it, just make the most of it. Or whatever, like so far it's been fucking. It's been interesting. Oh yeah. So definitely. So, you know, want to come at you with a quick episode, get back in the saddle of things. Uh, I will report to you next week with what I think I might remember from a little soiree and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. folks, appreciate it. Good to be back. Oh, we'll yeah. see you soon. Oh, folks, before we go, oh, uh, yeah. Nate here has a special announcement for the class that i do yeah we're on uh anchor now which is pretty big we're on like seven new platforms including spotify which that's uh been a big goal for us for a little bit so i'm i'm glad you that... sound a little more enthusiastic <laughs> i'm sorry I, like this is this is like relaxed as me being enthusiastic so yeah let me, let me have this let me have it. I, i'm excited i'm excited i'm glad we're on so you're running a phone sex like operation out of your fucking basement come and listen to our radio it will make your airwaves hard all right thing uh <laughs> all right for once again for the folks nate what what is anchor oh uh, yeah it's a you know it's a podcast platform kind of like uh how soundcloud works for like you know music and uh, a lot of people do podcasts on there but like they also distribute like their podcast to other uh networks like with uh, SoundCloud, you can only do, uh, I want to say, like, iTunes right now. That, so that's how our uh, podcast on iTunes or whatever. Well, with Anchor. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pledge money. Yeah. As far, as long as we. And they help uh, do, uh, what is it? They do sponsorships. So, like, yes. if, uh, you know, you get enough listens, our uh, sponsors will say, hey, you know, we can put your we can put like ads in the beginning or the middle of uh, your podcast and that'll help uh, fund your podcast in uh, the future. Or Basically it's a fucking uh, pyramid scheme. So yeah, send you us know. money. We'll send you the insurance and then you'll pledge whatever you want. And then we'll run to the bank. Yep. That's all we're going to do. That's all we're going to do. <laughs> no t-shirts and coffee mugs for you. You get no merchandise. No, seriously. No, I, we do. I want to do that in the future. Yeah. <laughs> There's Anchor. Um, we're now on Spotify also. So, folks, thank you once again. Coming soon, Nate, Nate Nee and Plushies. Uh, Order now. No, uh, <laughs> Snuggies.
Ooh, there you snuggies. go. Yeah, no, I, I look my light in a sign of snuggie. That'd be dope. That's what it is. Yeah. All right, I'd wear, I'd wear one over myself. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. Uh, great to be back. Thanks for staying with us. We'll be back next week from what I hope I remember from my birthday. So oh, yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's going to be a good time. In the meantime, we're going to have uh, the final mix of Threshold from Saturn Boy. We'll lead you out with oh, this yeah. one. And unlike Blade Runner's final cut, this one's the best one.